Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the Inner Room Emotions in the Bible, and we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today. Hello, dear friends. Come on a walk with me today as we ponder on the majesty and splendor of our Father. How often do you place yourself before the Lord to ponder on the majesty of his heavenly realm as Ezekiel is going to do today in the reading? If you go for a walk like I am doing this morning, you see the majesty of the Lord in the sunrise. The sky turns colors and it's like a painting that is made for each one of us, particularly in that place, in that perspective that you get today through the trees of the park near my house. And I can hear the birds chirping, rabbits and squirrels crossing. And there's an order to that universe around us in this small details of how everything grows in unison that if there was one degree of difference in anything creation in our beautiful planet would not have happened the way that it has so we ponder in the morning and at night at least on that wondrous splendor of our, of our heavenly father But how often do we find ourselves not doing that? We go to bed worried about this and that. We focus our attention and our energy on what is not working in our lives. We put energy in imagining all kinds of really awful scenarios. And then we get worried and anxious about them. And yet if we look around us, the universe is made with such beautiful order and design that this intelligence that keeps everything moving as it, it does, it is a resemblance of God's splendor. Let's take a look at how Ezekiel describes it. He says that he has a vision that the word of the Lord comes to him. He's in the land of the Chaldeans by the river Shabar. So we are given a historical period and a geographical location for where this happens. And as he looks, there's a storm wind that comes from the north, a cloud, and it has flashing fire that envelops the brightness. And from the midst of this, there is fire, something that gleams like electrum. Do you know what electrum is? First time I had to look it up. It is an alloy of several metals that was used in ancient times to make coins because it was easier to manipulate than gold. At that time, it was not easy to refine fire to refine gold yet an electrum was easy to use so Ezekiel uses that word to describe 
the magnificence of the heavenly realm to describe the shining, shimmering loveliness of the heavenly realm. He describes it as a cloud, as fire, and there are figures in the middle that are human and they have human form and they have wings. And there's a voice of the Almighty that roars like mighty waters. We went to the beach this weekend, here where we live. There was a convention for my husband's job and we spent the day at the beach. And the roaring of the waters has something magnificent as they lap against the shore. And Ezekiel uses that image to speak about the voice of the Lord. He's looking for ways to share what that splendor is like. That the firmament above their heads is like a throne that has sapphire and upon it there is someone that looks like a man gleaming again with electrum and fire and surrounded with splendor. So brothers and sisters, I invite you to remain in the presence of that splendor, to focus on the beauty and the amazing display that the Lord does for us in creation every day. But in our inner room, in our prayer, to be in the presence of that splendor that is needed right now for the world because from that place we find peace and kindness and joy in all the fruits of the spirit the psalm for today is 148 and it speaks about the same thing heaven and earth are filled with god's glory and the psalm teaches us how to respond to that presence which is praise the lord from the heavens praise him in the heights praise him all you his angels praise him all you his hosts and from earth we continue on that echoing that comes from heaven when we are in that relationship together let the kings of the earth and all the people the judges the young men and the maidens let everybody be filled with the glory of the lord let the name of the Lord be exalted and his majesty above earth and heaven. We have in the Bible, friends, a way to engage with the heavenly realm. So let's make sure we're doing that daily, that we are picking up our Bibles and we are allowing the Lord to speak to us and to practice that presence of the Lord filled with splendor being a part of our life, we can come to this Psalm 148. Where does the gospel lead us today? We have moved from chapter 16 to chapter 17. And Jesus and his disciples are gathering in Galilee. And he says to them, the Son of Man is to be handed over to men. They will kill him and he will be raised on the third day. We now know the story of victory, but I like to imagine myself at times being one of the 12 
and being told this story for the first time. What do you mean? We've seen Peter tell him, what do you mean, Lord? How can you possibly say that? You know we will fight to the death for you. We will not allow you to be handed over. And Jesus last week says to him, get behind me, Satan. You're thinking like a man, not like God. But how can God possibly want you to die? How can that be part of a plan? Brothers and sisters, if we are in the presence of the Lord, in the splendor of the Lord, enough when the storms of life come, we know how to hold on to the grace and the peace beyond all understanding because we know that the Lord will use whatever is happening for his benefit because we trust in faith as the readings from Sunday told us that in faith we hold on to the things we do not see but trust to be true so these are the elements of faith friends first trust and second obedience and Jesus spends so much time in the splendor and refulgence of the father in his earthly journey inviting us to do the same that when these tests and tribulations come he is carrying through them from that glory perspective from that victory perspective we see that the apostles with jesus are on the move and they come to capernaum a really amazing city the franciscans take care of it and if you get to visit it's dilapidated but you still see the temple and the house of peter and the little streets and you imagine our lord teaching in a very small city for to our modern standards and performing all kinds of miracles and yet they don't believe in the lord so the collectors of the temple tax approach peter and say does your teacher pay the temple tax yes when he came into the house before he had time to speak jesus asked him what is your opinion simon from whom do the kings of the earth take tolls or census tax from their subjects or from foreigners from foreigners he says Jesus says to them then the subjects are exempt but that may that we may not offend them go to the sea drop in a hook take the first fish that comes up open its mouth and you will find a coin worth twice the temple tax give that to them for me and for you sometimes i want to weep <laughs> and i read those words and i want to weep because i make my lord jesus so small and i think paul or i think peter and the apostles sometimes do the same which gives me great confidence that the lord picked people to extend his kingdom that had to learn a lot like i have to learn a lot that he had to have patience with them just like he has to have patience with me but can you imagine that journey of peter to the water to drop a hook and grab a fish can you imagine that journey brothers and sisters that you grab the first fish and it has obeyed 
the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and that there is a coin and you pay the taxes, right? What is the Lord telling us? Do not worry. Do not make small matters big. Payments to kings or to tax collectors, things you owe, problems that are happening in your families. I've got it. I go before you. I am Jehovah Sabaoth and I fight your battles. Today our prayer as we ponder the splendor and majesty of the Lord is to be able to trust like this, to be able to obey like this. So friends, let us go to the throne. Heavenly Father, we open our hearts and our minds, our arms, our lips to sing your praises, to place ourselves before the glory and splendor of your presence. Let that glory fall, Father, on us. Let that glory soak us. Let that glory be the reality of our lives. Let us live from heavenly places, Father. Let us be people of faith that being in that glorious presence like Ezekiel, Father, we can go out into the world with full faith and knowledge that you go before us, that you fight our battles, that we are already victorious in you even when it doesn't look victorious. We ask you, Father, that this glory may fall on those around us that need you the most, those that are in the midst of struggles and fights and lack of something, Father, that your presence may fill that lack and they may know that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And we pray always in the beautiful name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Welcome to The Inner Room, a space where we ponder the inner movements of our heart to find God by finding examples and instructions in daily scripture readings. The emotions in our hearts can help us or hinder us in our spiritual journey. Open your heart, explore your emotions, and align thoughts and emotions with God's plans for you. When we learn to feel and align our emotions, we advance in our prayer life by loving more deeply, remaining in peace more often, and finding courage for the journey of life. My name is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and a big shout out to my son Marco Niño, producer of this podcast. Sit back or walk with us. You are most welcome here. Thank you.